This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We glide into our number two. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris L., Matt Scraby. You know, we were talking about the Panthers firing their, their head coach. We may, um, that may not be a job that they are able to fill very quickly. Because the one thing we knew we, that we do know about coaches that have opportunities in the NFL, a lot of them care about what the, the longevity looks like. And when you fired as many coaches as Carolina has over the past, what, five? Two years, three coaches? <laughs> right. Something I mean, like that? It's, it, it, it starts right. to become, who wants, do I want to take this job knowing? Knowing if I lose a game, I'll be fired. Right. And that that was, really is amazing that you would bring in a quarterback, you know, guru, Frank Reich, guy with experience, guy who's, you know, before he was a head coach, was an offensive coordinator, quarterback's coach, the whole thing, to groom your young quarterback, your rookie quarterback. And, I, you know, Bryce Young, to me, has played like most rookie quarterbacks. Right. He's had some good moments, some not so good. Uh, he's won one game on a really bad team. Now, you know, the problem for Bryce Young is how good Stroud is doing for Houston. It's making him look it, it, a lot worse. The, but the cold part is it's not even on Bryce Young. It's it's on the people who drafted. Really? Yeah, that's right. They made the mistake. <laughs> he just showed up. And now you're going to fire the guy's head coach 11 games in. It's just not it's, good business. Chris is almost like they forget. Like, the season gets going and they're like, oh, yeah, we got a chance. No, you don't. You didn't have a chance the moment you got the sec- or first pick in the draft. There was now. Listen, you might have, you could have sped that up maybe by making a different selection, but you were going to be bad yeah. one way or another. By the way, Frank Reich uh, becomes a historical footnote here. How He's so? the first NFL head coach since the merger, which was in 1970. Guys, it's the first one to be fired in back-to-back seasons. He was Poor fired guy. last year by the Colts and fired this year by the Panthers. But that's, it's because that no one to, gets fired the year after they get fired. Well, that he speaks does. to what Chris is talking about. And, right. and, and also what I'm talking about in terms of who wants that job. I mean, typically you at least get two years, but unless you are just atrociously bad. Yeah. I mean, the Panthers are bad, but I, I, I mean, what was like it? To me, I mean, Reich is in a category now with Nathaniel Hackett, who's one of only four or five coaches to be fired in their first season without making it through the whole season. But I don't think Frank Reich is as bad as Nathaniel Hackett no. last year in Denver. No. He had to go because he's what you were talking about, Tony. He was awful. Frank Frank Reich Frank has, Reich has done it with, with, you know, not 
elite talent before, right? Carolina been, also traded their first round draft picks and DJ Moore. Yeah, how that that's still so not, they took away DJ the one Moore weapon that they would have had in order to draft Bryce Young. That's just poor management. And then they tried to acquire a number one wide receiver this year. I mean, they just have no idea what they're doing. Seems and David like Tep, I'm going to ask you guys in the Big Five about this guy because he's also not just firing NFL coaches; he's firing MLS coaches. Is this the owner? Yeah, David uh, Tepper. Yeah. Well, yeah, I call it a Tepper tantrum. There, there really is no, um, there's no power that can can remove him. He's he gets to he Apparently, gets he gets to do whatever he wants. Did you guys say this? Look, he yeah. walked out of the locker room yesterday saying a bad word, an expletive. And it, like shaking his head, like, did you really expect that you were gonna? Yes. Go to the Super Bowl yes. this year. He he clearly does. Yeah, owners have delusions of grandeur. I, I you know, but you're talking about owners can't be fired. That's precisely why uh, the uh, Los Angeles Chargers are gonna always suck. Mm. That's just it. I mean, it, you know, we talk about they got to get rid of Brandon Staley, but we also talk about what dumb move will they make to replace him? <laughs> that, that I will mean, be, it's that the, the owner's not next. changing. Yeah. The owner's not changing. So. I mean, yeah, that's a whole. Got to live with that. I I thought last night as the 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 clock went to zero, I honestly thought to myself, this might be Brandon Staley's last. Yeah. But I woke up this morning and about three four hours into the day, there was no bulletins. News. Frank Wright fired. <laughs> right. Brandon Staley gets an extension. I guess, probably. I guess that is not going to be the case. <laughs> no, they did not fire him. They're going to stick with that. And uh, I actually looked for a fiery press conference, but. I mean, uh, you can only do the fire. Well, he couldn't do it back to back back, No, he did it back to back weeks. He can't do it back to back to back weeks. I mean, I thought this was going to be the tipping point. Because if I'm that that reporter, I'm asking a different version of the same question. Because, yeah. but you couldn't ask it last night because their defense held up. Ah, that's true. Their defense held up. That's I mean, true. Uh, Justin Herbert and the offense couldn't get it done when they had the opportunity. I'm starting to come to Chris's side on ju- the Justin Herbert thing. Love Justin Herbert, but when crunch time happens, he seems to both both shrivel. Th- yeah, both things can be true, right? You could be a tremendously talented, gifted quarterback that has three quarters of good moments, and then the fourth quarter happens. And you're not having any good moments. Well, he's 30 and 30 now in his career. That's not Hall of Fame material. No, no. I mean, because at at the end of the day, no matter how good it looks, winning is the thing. If you are winning, because remember how ugly it looked in Tom Brady's career early on? It didn't. It was very (laughs) rarely 300, 350, 400. It'd be like 220. 180. And it would be about 120 in the first three and a half quarters. <laughs> right. Then all but of a sudden he'd catch fire. He'd find a way to win, and that's what it ends up boiling down to. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got a uh, daily gamut. Let's hop to it. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh. Winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit is our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Please, everybody, gamble responsibly. We were not, or you guys were not here um, 
What was it? Wednesday. No, something's going, going on with my headset. Yeah, I can't hear it. All a thing. by yourself. Uh oh. Did you get a new set of he- headphones yet? I did. And I can't they're hear not working, huh? Uh, it's the jack, I think. Oh, uh, there you guys are. All right. Plugged it back in. Only got one here, but hear, that's okay. I, I'm I, like Chris now. I could kind of hear the panic setting in your voice right there where you couldn't well, hear Well, it's anything. like I'm talking. I can't hear anybody else <laughs> or the level of the music. <laughs> um, Wednesday, I made some bets, or at least I presented some bets, and here's how they went. First one is uh, we talked about the favorites on Thanksgiving Day, and those games are 46-8 and eight straight up. And then 36 and 18 against the spread. Well, two of the three favorites won straight up and they won on the spread as well. The only team that didn't were the, the Detroit Lions. The Cowboys crushed the Commanders. The 49ers won by more than seven points over the Seahawks, but Packers ended up covering because they were, they won by seven. So. Well, the Packers were well, underdog yeah, they, by yeah, eight, yeah, so true, they could true. have won by anything. That's, that's very true, Chris. Yes, thank you. <laughs> that's very true. You're welcome. I also had some prop bets <laughs> that I found. I like this one a lot, and I hope people bet this one out there. Jamison Williams, wide receiver of the Lions, over 23.5 rushing plus receiving yards. He did that on two catches for 51 yards, so that one hit. And then the Cowboys... Plus 175 for a defensive or special teams touchdown, plus a win in the game. And it did happen. So uh, Jerron Bland had his fifth pick six. Incredible. Incredible is right. It is really remarkable. This dude is like in the right place at the right time all the time. And then is able to to not only catch the ball, but then take it to the the house. Yeah. Seven times? Five. Five. Oh, five. No one's ever done it before, though, in one season. And he's already, he's still got. Six games left. Does he get it's another? Like, does why? he get another one? Yes. The odds are he just can't <laughs> possibly get another. one. Why would you ever throw to his throw an out to his side? That's pick because six prior. To, I listen because prior to this year, I had never heard of Duran Bland. Bland. Me neither. Yeah. So that's why they keep throwing. I'll tell you one thing. I would certainly start running some double moves. You got to believe that if the guy's biting. If he's that aggressive, yeah. yeah. All right. Wow. So the last 49ers, and it was an exact score of the game against the Seahawks, plus 30,000 if it was 24-19. <laughs> 30,000. It wasn't. It was yeah. close-ish, 31-13. I mean, just close-ish. one score here or there. So you came that close to winning 30 grand. <laughs> I did not tell anyone Sorry to make that, that bet. I did not tell anyone to make it that bet. Plus 30,000. Yeah. Uh, primetime NFL games are available free from Westwood One and live here on 97.3 The Fan and on the Odyssey app tonight at 4.30. Listen to the Bears and the Vikings, and then Thursday, Seahawks and the Cowboys right here on 97.3 The Fan, or simply download the Odyssey app and search for 97.3 The Fan at kickoff. All right, I got two same-game parlays for tonight. I'll wait. Uh Uh-oh. I'm going to wait to tell Chris my news. Oh, jeez. Over 42.5 Alexander Madison rushing yards tonight. TJ Hawkinson touchdown, and... TJ Hawkinson over 65 and a half receiving yards. So two TJ Hawkinsons and an Alexander Madison that nets plus 575. Then the other one is a random one. It's plus 335. The Vikings win on the money line and the Vikings win the money line in the first quarter. Plus the total score over 43 and a half points. So, yeah, you know I, the answer. I tried to get a little bit creative on this one. Yes, you did. And uh, some buttons. They're all no's. 
Money line in the first money line for the Vikings, meaning they just won the game. Money you just line put first the Bears quarter. out in front in the first quarter tonight. <laughs> I did not that one up. I did not. You know, someone reminded me over the weekend on uh, social media. Why don't they call you the cooler anymore? Oh, thank <laughs> that's you. That's right. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Because I'm not the cooler. You were for quite some time. Chris, you got any bets? You're not the cooler anymore because you're now Karen. We can't. Oh, scary. Oh, scary. Yeah, we can only have right. so many nicknames. You know what? I'm fine <laughs> with that. Fine with that. Uh, I have one thing in the Fortoni's news. Uh, if the Vikings win tonight, it'll set an all-time NFL record. For the most favorites to cover in one weekend of the NFL. So far this weekend, favorites are 12-3 and three against the spread. Yeah. And no, it's never happened where the favorites have gone 13-3. and three. The only three underdogs that won this week were the Packers over the Lions, the Giants over the Patriots, and I think the Falcons over the Saints. That Otherwise, is, it was all favorites this weekend. The uh, That is a good day for casinos and book bookkeepers, right? Because you would think they lose money on the underdog. Actually, you're wrong. Really? Yeah, it's the other way. Most people like to bet favorites. So the casinos were saying that this was a week where a lot of the bettors actually ended up on top. Well, because okay. they bet that, the favorites. I guess that, that makes sense, right? So yeah, most people the favor- like the favorites. But you're not getting great odds on favorites, No, you don't right? get great so, odds. So I'm so. saying the money that they actually lost is probably oh, yeah. less than what it is well. on a day where, you know. the No the, casino is going out of business that's, that's after true. this weekend's action. <laughs> so my news for you today. What do you have? I did it. I finally cut the cord Uh-oh. on, on TV. YouTube? TV YouTube now? TV. Wow. NFL package. I'm here. Yes. Wow. Yes. All right. Don't you know how over. this conversation came up earlier? I go, who would ever pay for the NFL package from week 12 on? And Tony goes, I just did. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty good deal. It's only $89, right? It is, Tony? but it's like for like seven weeks. Yeah, so well, I, I don't think understand. that's a good deal. 10 bucks a week, 12 uh, bucks a week. I will say that uh, you know how DirecTV used to when you threaten to leave they would be like you know we'll cut your bill down yeah. and whatever they, oh yeah i think they just I, let you I, go I, this time i think they so many people have called to cut their cord <laughs> yeah that they're like all right see ya it's incredible how powerhouse <laughs> the nfl is right yeah all right yeah. i got a few bets for tonight number one justin fields rushing yardage 56 and a half 56 and a half over or under tony you go first who are they playing again uh, they're going to play the Vikings. The Vikings. Monday night oh, game that yes. you cannot forget. Yes, yes. You'll say over? Over. 56 and a half. That's a lot for a quarterback. Scraby? Um, Justin Fields does run a lot. Um, I know. Defense. He's I'm their best say, running back, probably. I'm going to say under, though. Under? I'm going to say under. Vikings need to. Whoops. Kevin O'Connell will defend him. Uh, Lakers at Philadelphia tonight. Mm. Big NBA game. How are the Lakers been doing? We yeah. haven't talked a lot of NBA lately. I know they won the... Uh, NBA Cup Challenge Cup pool. Yes. So they've advanced in the NBA Cup. How are they? Uh, the Lakers doing overall? They're my doing friend? all right. They are. Yeah. They're. It's a. It's a gradual build, as you often see with uh, the Lakers. But the Lakers are teams that think they can make a deep run, right? right. So ten and seven. I'm seeing. Here. Yeah, they got a road nice road win against the Cavs. That uh, was a good a couple win. nights Anthony ago. Anthony Davis, I heard, had a big game. He did. So that means he tonight, played. 
Yeah. So oh, that so that means tonight that he's gonna tonight have a, he's gonna lay an he's egg. gonna disappear. Yeah, I'll take Philadelphia. Give the five based on that only. You very well could be right, but uh, I, I, I haven't Philly. been. I did tell uh, my cousin and I, who big Laker fans, what we're talking about. It's like it's the first time I've ever been like in a while that I've been able to like sit back and enjoy the beginning of a season. Usually, it's very uh, it's, it's bumpy early for the Lakers, usually, especially last year. So well, I'll take ten and seven. Yeah, bumpy is what uh, the Bulls are doing. A lot of frustration over there. I keep reading five about. and thirteen. Mm. Yeah, it's not fun. Scraby, who do you have here? Philadelphia minus five. Lakers. Uh, Philadelphia minus five. I will go. Uh oh. You all right, man? You so, are. Did you, you throw know, something across no, the street? There's a lot going on over there. No, I'm, my headphones are broken, They're so I've been that, trying to oh, figure out a way. Uh, to is this get a them return to happening? No, these. No, these. I. I no, but you may have he, to return these because they no, don't seem to be working. Here's the deal. I bought two on accident. Like a year ago, and so I just got the second. So these aren't really new. These are well, they're new. I haven't used them. They're just brand new out of the box. This is the second pair that you have. Yes, because I accidentally ordered two. And where's the other pair? Oh, I threw them away. Oh, that was the one that you broke the first time. Yeah. (laughs) So so you ordered two accidentally, and and just kept the other one. And I forgot all about it until I opened up my drawer, and I was like, "There it is! I remember now." Um, Interesting. Anyway. Sir, there's people waiting I behind know. you in line here. <laughs> Who are you betting on? Philadelphia minus five or the Lakers? I'm going to go with uh, Philly. Philly. Tony, I would imagine you'll stick with the Lakers here. Indeed. The Lake Show. Clippers are home to Denver tonight. Who are you going with? I took Philadelphia okay. based on Anthony Davis not showing up okay. tonight. Uh, Denver at Come on, Clippers. Just for the Just for off the top of your head, give me a spread here. What do you think? Denver at Clippers. Denver by eight. At Denver at Clippers. Denver at Clippers. Scraby says Denver by eight. I'm going to say Denver guess. plus, no, minus 14. Denver minus 14? Yeah. Uh, Clippers are actually favored oh. by seven. Oh. Somebody's not playing? I guess. I'm wondering if Jokic is out or whatever. Um, this is that. a weird spread, though, to me, that Denver could be getting seven points. Scraby, you're first. Oh, what? Well, somebody's got to go first. I can't. Turn. I can't pick the Clippers ever. So I'm going to say Denver. Favored by ten just because and a half? of their seven James Harden. Oh, it's gone up then. Somebody up to ten and a half. Yeah, somebody must not be playing tonight. Yeah, Jokic must Let me be because that I, don't make any sense. I got the odds. Oh, open there right you here. go. Jokic out. Jokic out. All right. Clippers minus Gordon seven. out. Murray well, that changes out. Everything what? <laughs> Why are the Nuggets just bothering that, to show up? That explains it I'm all. I'm doing Clippers now. Yeah, I could be Clippers. All of us are taking Clippers. Watch James Harden's going to sit out. All right. Uh, <laughs> NHL best team so far is the Boston Bruins. They're 14 3 3. They play at Columbus tonight. Columbus. Is this a repeat of last year? Yes, but they're not as dominant as okay. they were last year. They've already lost three games this year. Columbus is 6 12 4. They're home getting a goal and a half. I'll take Columbus. Why not? Give me Columbus, too. Plus a goal and a half. I'm going Bruins. All right. You may. Very good. There's our bets for tonight. We'll see how it all turns out tomorrow. On the results part. The results Of the Daily Gambit. Boom. Let's get to break. When we come back, more Gwen and Chris traffic. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, here we go. 325 is the time. Short segment here to uh, chit-chat a little bit before we get into the Big Five. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby. San Diego's number one sports talk station, 97.3 The Fan. We're at the... Odyssey Palace Studios. I want to thank the the guys I ran into in the ice cream line Saturday night. Terrific uh, fans of the show. Uh, There were so many of them, I didn't get all of their names, guys, but there was a big group of guys sitting right or standing right in front of me, long line to get ice cream on a freezing cold Saturday night, by the way. Freezing cold. The uh, (laughs) ice cream was so good, we had to wait. And all these guys said, yeah, you're Chris Allo. I love this show. And uh, the next guy jumped in. The next guy jumped in. I think the real question is, it was good. what kind of ice cream did you get? I got the uh, salted uh, caramel? chocolate Ooh. caramel Ooh. cookie dough. Where would you go get some ice cream? The most decadent one you could get. Most decadent. Uh, decadent. Salt and straw, it's called. Oh, I've been there. Yeah. Yeah, salt and straw. Very good. A, uh, but you went all the way to Del Mar for ice cream? I'm giving, uh, I'm giving salt and straw a free plug. Their Little ice love. cream is the bomb. Their their ice cream is the bomb. You didn't answer highly me. recommend. You drove all the way to Del Mar for ice cream. I did. Wow. I did. Uh, it's like twenty minutes. Sometimes you gotta oh. take a drive to Del Mar to get some ice cream, man. Sometimes you just gotta. I do mean, it. I, drive gotta, the, I drive the. I drive all the good ice cream yeah. is out that way. You Handles gotta know where your fans there. are. You gotta know where your. That, you gotta go too. where the fans are. Yeah, these man. guys were big fans of the show. They were making fun of how you uh, have to always give the rules of the tiebreaker on Chris versus the fans because I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, but I mean, they were uh, as my wife said, tier one listeners. As she all called right. them. So nice Love job. It. Thanks Love to it. all you guys out there. Hope you're enjoying the show today and they got lucky because the one guy told me the uh aztec basketball team won in overtime oh and he got lucky because the game wasn't televised so i couldn't tape it right or i couldn't uh, record so you it couldn't anywhere. be mad at that then. so i couldn't be mad that i found out the score because i actually wanted to know the score so yeah. he was giving me information that i that i actually desired but um, anyway, uh, they also talked a little college football with me while we were waiting in line. And what a wild finish that was to the Alabama-Auburn game. Did you guys see any of that? I did. 39-yard touchdown I pass saw the, on the final play of the game. I saw that the absolute brutal defense that Auburn decided <laughs> to play. How do you rush two yeah. on a quarterback that's not going to scramble for a touchdown from 31 yards out? Yeah, was it thirty one? I thought. I don't it was, know. Anyway. It was. Pr- it could have been more. It was, way it out was there. too far. You don't. You rush to. He had literally nobody can guard anybody for that long. <laughs> right. And so Somebody's going to come open. Right. And then and then my man in in the corner over there. Yeah, I I get it. He was probably tired of chasing that wide receiver doing zigzags out there. But 
That's a bad way yeah, to lose. Yeah, that was a bad way to lose. Alabama keeps its slim national championship hopes alive. They'll take on Georgia this weekend in the SEC championship game. All the other uh, championship games are set. I I don't like how it turned out for Washington. Uh, they'll take on Oregon in Las Vegas Friday night. The reason I don't like this for Washington, they've won every game. And granted, they had to narrow escape the other day against Washington State. But included in Washington's victories this year, Tony, was already a win over Oregon. Oregon yeah. Already beat them. Now if they lose to them, they're out. They're out, and Oregon will probably get in. That doesn't seem right. I mean, you're just basically taking away Washington's victory the first time around. Well, I mean, they both have one loss, right? If they did, if, yes. If, if Oregon if wins, Oregon they would wins. both have one loss against each other. So, so how does that you, automatically put Oregon ahead of Washington because they beat them now? Well, if they're four and five, as I think they were, yeah, I and they probably they, will be they going probably, into the game. You know what I find interesting is that even this might be the first time ever, even if Alabama pulls off an upset over Oregon, over Georgia, it, or excuse me, over over Georgia, right. It is going to take some serious gymnastics for them to move into that four spot because they lost to Texas. Texas is already ahead of them they should in, be. In, in this poll. Yes, right? but I want to warn all you Texas fans, if Alabama beats Georgia, don't be shocked if Alabama <laughs> jumps over Texas. Now that, I think, would... Oh, it would be so unfair, but it would just... It would just scream at that oh, point. Oh, the, the uh, state of Texas would revolt and leave the union, which I don't know that we would all miss you that badly, but... I think they already have tried before. I know, they're already trying to do that. No, that would... It that, could get very interesting in college that might, football. That might make everybody's head pop off. You know, it's, this This might be one of the toughest years for the committee, right? Because everyone yeah, wants Florida State to lose. But let's say they win their ACC game. And they stay undefeated. And they're undefeated. You're going to keep them out because their quarterback's injured? That's that's a cold game. Yeah, I do love that Jim Harbaugh and his team went got- undefeated, <laughs> undefeated regular season after all of the drama that all those coaches made I got, up, I'm not, not made lie. up, but made this year. I'm not one of the one of the parents on on my daughter's team. Is big, they're from Michigan, big mid. They and I, I had forgot about the game, and I show up to my daughter's game. It was an early like nine o'clock game, and they're fully decked out in Michigan maze. And I, oh, it, then it dawned on me. I was like, oh, he had to, and then he it didn't. He had his earpiece in the whole time. I'm like, what is? Oh, game must be done. Yeah. Sure enough, I looked at him on the phone. He was in a great mood the whole time. It's like, oh, Michigan's winning, huh? Yeah, Michigan's uh, undefeated. They play Iowa in a strange game. Strange because I believe the over-under is like 35 points. Now, Jim, but Michigan's favored by 23 points. Yeah. Now, Jim, he can be back for this game, right? Yep, he's he's served back. his three-game suspension. He'll be back for that game. Uh, meanwhile, the Mountain West Conference... The only conference in the world that can still not figure it all out. <laughs> Their champion game was determined by computers. Uh, what? Yeah. Hey, what? Oh, yeah. Boise State, UNLV, and San Jose State all ended up 6-2. and two. Oh. But they didn't all play each other. So there because no there was no tie-breaking head-to-head, the Mountain West Conference had to wait a day and a half for like seven or eight different computer rankings to come out. Oh, then they averaged the computer rankings, and San Jose State got left out. What? And it'll be Boise State oh. against UNLV for the title. What? 
Yeah, that's the I, Mountain West for you. Even in the NFL, they go for like points scored. There's got to be some sort of on field. No, 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 no. We got to wait for AI. Tiebreaker. We're waiting for AI. Yeah. It. It'll get it. It'll take care of it. BCS? We already did that. It didn't yeah. work out. That was the BCS. <laughs> Leave it in to the, the Mountain, Mountain West. West Conference to just not even be able to figure out who wins their conference. So <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Only can happen to them. Day and a half. Yeah. All right. Big Five's coming up next. Stick around. What else is going on after a long Thanksgiving weekend in the world of sports? Scraby will let us know when we come back. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right, we'll see you on the Big Five, but I think I got some good topics for you all. Why did Seth Lugo and Michael Waka opt out of their deals with the Padres? Well, because they can make a lot more money on the free agent market. We talked about that to start the show. But if you look at the deals being given out for starting pitching, the market is really good for starters. Lance Lynn got $11 million with the Cardinals. Kyle Gibson got $12 million with the Cardinals. Sonny Gray got three years and $75 million with the Cardinals. And yesterday, the most shocking one to me at least, the Tigers signed Kenta Maeda to a two-year $24 million deal. So, Chris, you're up first. With these contracts being given out, is the price for starting pitching inflated? I don't know why it's so high. Um, I really don't. Um, because when you get to the postseason, nobody seems to care at all about having any starting pitchers. Starting pitchers are not leaned on anymore. Five innings, six innings make way for the guys that are better. The guys that come in out of the bullpen. You know, I mean, uh, what was they had one postseason game this year where both starters went like six or seven innings and it was like Mardi Gras <laughs> celebration time. Um, you know, I don't know why people are paying so much for starting pitchers. It sounds good to have a big name starter on the mound, but in this day and age, starting pitching just is not counted on the same way as it used to be. So I'm surprised. That said, do you want the Padres to wind up getting four or five guys you've never heard of for cheap? No, you want them to, you know, sign guys that we've heard of as long as they get the job done. Right. So I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. Too high. Too high. Tony, is the price for starting pitching inflated? Uh, Yes, but it always is. I don't know that this is any different. I think... uh... I think we were jaded by the last like three years before the collective bargaining agreement, where teams were just like, "Ah, we're preparing, we're we're <laughs> staring all start, stacking all our chips because we know there's a chance this game might not be played. Right? Games might not be played. Yeah. Now it's, it's like everybody spend, and so I think that's as we get closer. You get twelve million dollars. Right, right. You get. As we get closer to the end of this collective bargain agreement, you watch everybody tighten their belt a little bit, <laughs> and they won't be spending as much. This is Sounds just... like somebody who had too much oxtail over there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Just tighten it up a little bit here. <laughs> I, I would, will say that I wore sweatpants from Friday until Sunday. So. <laughs> you weren't the only one, dog. <laughs> uh, all right, we asked both of you, so let's go. Number four. 
Now, we have witnessed the latest Tepper tantrum in Charlotte. Yes, I am calling it a Tepper tantrum because Panthers owner David Tepper is going to be hiring a third head coach for the Panthers just five years into his ownership. And he uh, reportedly stormed out of the Panthers locker room after Sunday's 17-10 to loss to the Titans shaking his head and shouting a curse word as he did or uh, yeah as he left the locker room and the really wild part is that rank rank reich is the second coach tepper has fired this month on november 8th he fired christian latanzio the head coach of charlotte fc which is tepper's major league soccer club so he is uh also going to be hiring a third head coach just two years into existence so he's going to be having who was his uh his soccer team the Charlotte FC. Okay. It's a new team. Yeah. Uh, Tony, what do you think of the way David Tepper does things? I think Mr. Tepper Tepper should get out of sports. Oh, I like where you're saying. I like where uh, you're going. Maybe it's not his thing. You know, he clearly is a good businessman. He is, you, you know, don't get earned, to own those things earned himself yeah. a whole lot of money. Yeah. But maybe he should find a different hobby. He, he is, <laughs> he is <laughs> not doing well in this particular one. And uh, it, it, how long has Tep, Tepper owned the, the team? Five years, six months. Six, six yeah, because he was the one that came in for the guy that was, you know, being a racist. Yes. Right? Yes, correct. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, his five years has not gone well in the NFL. And being that I didn't even know Charlotte FC had a team, I assume that hasn't gone well either. What's, what else does he own? That, just those just two. Just those two. Okay, good uh, for them because God forbid he owned the is it Carolina Hurricanes? He doesn't own them, do they? I don't think so. Okay, that's probably <laughs> in their best interest. Uh, Chris, what do yes. you think of David Tepper? Well, I like David Tepper. You know why? What? Because he is a shining example of what you, Matt Scraby, Me? would be like if you <laughs> this were is the not owner true. of a professional this is not sports true. team. I this is not true. I didn't know where he was going. Oh, either. you would be exactly like this. Because no, I would not. every you time would. your team performs poorly, I ah, fire that guy. Get rid of him. Brock Purdy sucks. That's it. I've had it. New quarterback. Christian McCaffrey can't carry the ball. Did you see him fumble? This would not be That's true. That's it. I'm a very patient person. This you like are you so know. impatient. It's not. It's crazy. This is what fans would get if they own teams. That's, that's fans want everybody point. fired every time they lose a game. And this is what this guy does because he's actually the owner, so he has the power to do it. And he does it in baseball. Now, he does it in or football. He's doing it in soccer. Now, Mr. Tepper so. has a chance to re- he'll have as long as he wants to redeem himself. Maybe his next five will be the most brilliant five of any owner. Man, I doubt it. <laughs> Some people just seem to have the ability to not know how to pick the How right much person. is he paying coaches right now? Although Although we I, have think he, I think he really did. not I, I don't think he picked badly in the hiring of Frank Wright. I don't it's either. It's not fair that you don't give him any time. Exactly. I, I don't think he, he, he erred in hiring Frank Wright. I think he... Jump the gun a little bit and oh, fire. Question, yeah, agreed. I, I will look for that information, but I'm also looking for Charlotte FC's name. I believe they're called the Crown. Don't know. Let's not guess. Yeah. Well, it says nickname on on Wikipedia is the Crown. I'm just saying, man. You, you find an information on the fly like this can go Shocker! Back. Wikipedia or shocker! A soccer team in MLS is named City FC. Football club number four. Number three. Sorry. Oh, we're moving quickly. <laughs> the Colorado Buffalo football team was crowned national champions after week three oh, of the college season. <laughs> but maybe we should have waited one more week because ever since that 3-0 start, the Buffaloes went 1-8 and 
in Pac-12 play and lost six in a row to close the season. Not only that, the number three quarterback in the country for 2025 has decommitted from the team and a tight ends coach has stepped away. Chris, is there a lesson to be learned from how this Colorado's Buffalo's team was covered by the media? The no, media didn't do there anything isn't. Wrong. Are you kidding? It oh. was so fun to enjoy what they were doing at the beginning of the year. Are you kidding? They Oh, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I I really I've been into college football only once this entire season and that was for the first, the first four Colorado three. games. Once they fell out of it, I stopped watching. I I thought what Dion did was exciting. They played great games. They beat, you know, what we thought were good teams. Obviously, we, you know, shouldn't overrate the preseason rankings, which we do which every we single do, year. Yeah. Uh, obviously, TCU wasn't very good. Obviously, Nebraska was terrible. Those are the teams Colorado beat. I, I, you know, look, I hope Dion ends up having a lot of success. Now, I will, I will tell you one thing. One thing will get me to jump ship on Dion. If he leaves there before he gets some success. If he jumps ship. If he jumps ship, then I will finally be anti-primetime. But until then, if he's at least committed to being there long enough to get that ship righted, get them to eight or nine wins, then I'm all behind it. And this is all going to be part of the process. Tony, what do you think? Well, your question uh, is there a lesson to be learned from how this Colorado Buffalo team was covered by the media? I I thought the media did what the media always does. Overreacted. They overreacted early, and then they they definitely corrected when it started going down. Oh, they tore them down pretty quickly. (laughs) They love doing that. So the media did what they normally do. This feels like a repeat question. We got this in the Big Five last week as well. We did? Well, it was the premise of Colorado getting off to a good start and then. Sucking down the down the stretch. Yeah, one and eight is pretty bad. <laughs> we got you. We got you. You're so Listen, happy about this. That. Is a, this I remind everybody. This is a program that won how many games last year? One. One. And so, so how you, many games they win this year? They won four. Four. That's a that's a drastic improvement when you're talking about a team that won one game. None, I believe, in the Pac-12 last year. So they proved that by one as well. So I don't know. I I, I think the media did. Exactly what the media does. All right. Number two. You can't you can't get parking tickets in your Rolls Royce if your team's four and eight. I'm well, the, sorry. Here's here's the the real thing is that you act as though the Colorado campus is the only uh, place that has Rolls Royces. There's a bunch of kids making millions of dollars in NIL, and I promise you, there's Rolls Royces on a lot of campuses now that have football players on them. I haven't seen them as much as I've seen Shador Sanders' well, they also Rolls Royce. That's true. That's true. That's not his fault. Yeah. Anyway, Colts. Oh, let's let's no, let's move to someone else. Do. Let's do, let's move to someone else that we could trash a little bit. Colts honor Jim Irsay. Oh, Chris, did you hear God. what he said? Damn. He said something last week that we talked about in the show that was so crazy. I had to make sure three times it was an actual quote from him. Did we talk about this on the show? No, last no, week? no. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. on Wednesday when okay. you guys were here, yeah, yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, I brought it back for the Big Five, and I have the audio. This is the the best audio I could find. But here is Jim Irsay being interviewed on a uh, Max show with Andrea Kramer. I am prejudiced against because I'm a rich white billionaire. If I'm just the the average guy down the block, they're not pulling me in. Of course that. Do you know what it's going to sound like if people hear you say they're prejudiced against a rich white? I don't care what it sounds like. It's the truth. I don't. You know, Andrea, I can give a damn. What people think, how anything sounds or sounds like. The truth is the truth. 
It's the truth. I repeat what he said for those who really yes, couldn't yes. hear it. Yeah, he said that... Um, well, let me get the quote because I don't want to misquote him in this No, you don't want to misquote you, this you, you one. You need to make sure you have uh, the, the, the correct, whole thing. Yeah. The yeah. correct quote. Um, okay, well, I didn't expect... To have to well, I couldn't quite hear what he I know, said. I know, and I, and I know. I'm assuming if I couldn't hear it, a lot of the listeners probably couldn't hear it clearly either. Um, Gosh. I can tell you what he said, but... Go ahead. He said, in reference to his... Ah. Go ahead. You got it. Go ahead and use it. Yes. He said, um, I am prejudiced against because I'm a rich white billionaire. If yeah. I'm just the average guy down the block, they're not pulling me in. Of course not. I don't care what it sounds like. It's the truth. The truth is the truth, and I know the truth. You know, I tend to believe people when they say truth four times in the last sentence. Uh, so, what I want to ask you guys now, Tony, you're up oh, first. Oh, great. I get to go first. Jim Mercer said some pretty shocking things before, but where do you think this one ranks? Oh, this is at the tippy, tippy top <laughs> right here. Like, if, if there's something beyond the top, it's it's there. Uh, I couldn't help but listen to Jim and, and think to myself, this is a man that has been through some things in his life. That is true. Uh, and I'm not talk, referencing him being a rich white no. billionaire. I'm talking about... His addiction? Yes. And uh, I don't know. I don't even know what to say about the actual comment in itself. I just think that it's um, beyond tone deaf. I don't know that, uh, you know, I, yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just, it's ridiculous. Now, here's what I'll say about. Now, is there context to this that we are missing bit, out on? A little bit. There was talk about his addiction and how. I, I was trying to give him an excuse by saying, like, maybe he was talking about that he's a rich white billionaire who has addiction issues and the police know that he's maybe possibly driving under the influence, which he was convicted of that. Can police see inside the car and tell who the person is who's driving? Like, know that that's Jim Mercer? Well, I don't when they're know following you somewhere. what he's driving. But you can run the registration. You can do that stuff. You can't do that in certain places. Run your registration unless something is a law has been broken. Well, Jim Irsay was driving erratically. So. <laughs> so maybe that's why he was pulled over. Did he ever think of that? No, he's a no, rich white billionaire, Chris. Yeah, I know. I'll just say what Tony might say on another day, <laughs> and that is this is quite rich. Very rich. Very Very rich. And yes. I love how Andrew Kramer gave she tried, him an out. She tried, to, she tried to try to throw him a lot. She said, you do realize him. this is going to, paraphrasing, this is going to be crazy when this comes out. He's like, I don't care. The truth is the truth and nothing but the truth. And I tell the truth and this is the truth. Number one. It's not the truth. <laughs> it's not the truth at all. To him it is. Yeah. Warriors head coach Steve Kerr had some thoughts on the game between the Warriors and the Suns a few days ago, <laughs> and I think there are some that agree with him. Here is what he said about uh, the Suns basketball game atmosphere uh, in the press conference. This building, you can't hear anything because it's like a club. It's like a, it's like a South Beach club out there. What are we doing? I'm being dead serious. Like I couldn't hear anything out there. It's just the whole, whole game. It's just this thumping, techno club music. Can we just have a basketball game anymore? What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? I can just imagine it because I've heard this and it is kind of distracting. Some of these NBA By the way, environments. We're, they weren't in Miami when they played that game. I can't remember who. No, it's Phoenix. Right? Phoenix. That's yeah. what he said. Uh, Chris, is this a get off my lawn comment? On the surface, it seems to be, but there's part of me that doesn't disagree with him. Um, I did a high school basketball game last week, and the 
um, PA announcer was broadcasting while kids were taking shots. <laughs> like, he's putting up a three. Oh, it's my God. Good. Oh, man. And I was like, I got to go over and calm the guy down. That is a little, a little distracting. Yeah. Yeah. Strong. Right. I mean, the misses music- the first free throw. <laughs> right. That kind of stuff. The uh, music at NBA games has gone over the top. And I think Steve Kerr is actually pointing out something that needs to be addressed. So I'll leave it at that. It, it sounds like an off the lawn thing, but. A little entertainment, a little you know, background noise is good, but techno blasting music—it's hard for these guys to play basketball. Tony, you'd be surprised to know that I actually agree with that. Wow! I, and it's not that I think—I I don't think they should play music, but clearly, Steve Kerr is in every arena in the NBA, and he's never mentioned this right he's until been he got there to for Phoenix. a long time. Too. So clearly, Phoenix has their volume up a little louder than everybody else. Yeah, um, you have noticed that the music plays a little longer. It used to be like as a guy was dribbling up the yeah, court, they would, they would it play it, and then they fade yeah. faded out. Now it's it's hard to pick a moment where there's no music being played. So yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm agree with Mr. Kerr on this one. All right, that's it for the Big Five. When we get back, Chris versus the fans is back. 833-288-0973. Get in line right now on 97.3 The Fan. giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Welcome back into Gwen and Chris, wrapping things up here. About a half an hour to go as we uh, roll towards Monday Night Football here. The uh, Monday get-together with Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., and Matt Scraby coming up at uh, the bottom of the hour. Covered shifts to Minneapolis for the 3-8 and eight Chicago Bears, who seem like they're on primetime every week. And the uh, Kevin O'Connell-led <laughs> Minnesota Vikings. Who also seem like they're on primetime. <laughs> they're on quite a bit. <laughs> Every week. It's been a, it's just like I said earlier, it seems like it's been a really bad primetime schedule this uh, year in the NFL. The Sunday games have been good, including uh, the thriller yesterday between Philadelphia and Buffalo. Uh, Carolina changed coaches today. Well, they, yeah, I guess they did change. Frank Reich was fired. Uh, an interim was named to replace him. Um, it's such a big deal that it's not even in the top twenty-five paragraphs of the story. The the name of the, the coach? name He's of the guy special that's teams guy. taking over. Yeah, so <laughs> like how they, do you just they know they know his fate already? So right, no they, he's not going to be there. They're long. like, we're going to choose a guy that won't be mad when we don't choose him as head coach. <laughs> uh, Frank Reich uh, becomes the first coach since the merger in nineteen seventy. To be fired in back-to-back seasons. Uh, so congratulations uh, to you on that, Frank. Do you think if said uh, interim coach does what uh, Wilkes did last year, that Tepper overcorrects and says, you know what, we got to keep this guy. Ooh, that's a good point. I doubt it. No, <laughs> no, dumb, dumb, dumb owners normally stay dumb. <laughs> yeah. Just ask they, the Chargers. They don't get smarter? No, they don't seem to ever learn from their mistakes. Uh, Frank Reich, I wonder if he, he's getting paid a ton of money by the Panthers. He's probably still making money from the Colts. It was a year ago. Right? He's got, he's yeah. got two paychecks coming in, Ooh. and they're both pretty healthy. I think he said and that he doesn't he... have to work. 
I just briefly read this, but I believe he said he's probably done with coaching. coaching. Oh, yeah. He said probably the final chapter of my NFL journey. Head to the beach, man. You can go wherever you want with those two paychecks. It's got You're plenty be of money yeah. coming in. Good for uh, you, Frank. Major League Baseball Padres announcing today <laughs> that they will be honoring uh, their late owner, Peter Seidler. A patch will be on the jerseys. For the 2024 season, the uh, design location of that patch will be unveiled prior to the beginning of spring training. Petco Park will be hosting a public celebration of life for Peter Seidler during the weekend of March 22nd. 2024 big free agent signing today was made by the Cardinals St. Louis adds a right-handed starter Sonny Gray on a what is it 25 million dollar a year three years 75 incredible my goodness what would be the first thing you would do after signing something like that hmm? I don't know what I would do honestly I'd go buy a roll taco with extra guacamole I'd really live it up Okay. <laughs> really Wait, you up. only want one rolled taco, too? Maybe just get two. Yes, man. I've been dieting lately. Speaking That's of true. diets. Oh, wait. Hey hold on. We got, no, we got to wait. We, uh, we can't oh, say it yet? Say it, yeah. Oh, I can't I wait. Can't I'm wait. bursting at the seams. You know you have not. I'm bursting at the seams with this information, but we'll have to wait to pass it along to you. In the meantime, try to appease everybody by getting into today's Chris versus the fans. If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself, howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know what you're in for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right, if you win today, you'll be qualified for a grand prize. That's a two-night stay at Resorts World Las Vegas. Two tickets to see Luke Bryan, country music superstar. He has announced the final uh, shows of his record-breaking Vegas headlining engagement at Resorts World Theater, five-time entertainment uh, entertainer of the year, has had fans on their feet in the high-energy electric performance that features only in Las Vegas production elements. Final show dates are December 29th through January the 6th. Tickets on sale now at rwlasvegas.com or win them Right now, or at least win a chance to qualify for them. But you have to uh, abide by the following rules. You have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. Also, if you're a first-time player, let us mm-hmm. know before we get into it. You will get the first question for free for today. Word that's nice. Up. That's, that's nice. That's nice. Get to our first contestant, Evan. Welcome to the building. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hello. Hey, I just want to say you guys are hilarious, and I love listening to you almost every day. Thank and, you. Um, props on the countdown, the recent countdowns you had. Uh, the grossest things and the uh, TV characters were definitely <laughs> <laughs> grossest things. Yeah, I, I put that, that one out of my mind. mind. Actually, <laughs> yeah. did we do grossest things? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. gross for sure. Was I not here? No, you were you were here. I think you were the the. I think you were the mind oh, behind yes. that yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I do remember it now. I think I have the list in my phone still. You probably do. Thank you, Evan. We appreciate. Thanks, it, man. Yeah, we thanks, appreciate. It. Glad you like the show. Good luck here today. Let's get to business. First question. Christian McCaffrey played college football where? He played for the Stanford Cardinal. He's a tree. And he got the cardinal right. He's a tree. <laughs> the question. Lifelong tree. <laughs> Number two. Christian McCaffrey. Let's 
kind of funny. You kind of forget that his dad was really a good NFL Real, wide receiver that, for Denver. Kudos to, to CMC for making us forget about his dad. Yes, he's so he good was, that you don't even remember his dad, dad winning he, all those Super Bowls. He, his dad was like, if you didn't like the Broncos, he always made a catch when they absolutely at had the, at the, had the uh, most opportune moment. No doubt. All right, good here we call. go, Evan. Question number two. What quarterback has the most passing yards on Thanksgiving Day? Ever? In history. Yeah. Boy. In history. Uh, it must be something recent if it's being asked as a number two. Uh, yeah, I've been trying to figure it out. A little strategy Take it along with you, right. Scrape. Could be a cowboy. I don't know. Let's just go with uh, Dak Prescott. That's I who know. I would go with. Dak! Stay there. It's not Dak. Stay there. Tony Romo didn't quarterback the Cowboys long enough. I do think it's going to be a Cowboy. Uh, it could be a Lion. It's got to be one of those two because they play every year. Packers play a lot, didn't they? Not enough. Oh. Not, I mean, the Lions and Cowboys play every year. I always year. thought it was Lions-Packers. I but. think I'm forgetting a uh, a Cowboy quarterback. Roger Staubach. Roger? Roger! Staubach! Oh, wow. good for you, stay Evan, there, to stay Evan. alive. Yeah, That's nice a good work. question, It was Scrape. actually Matthew Stafford. Yes. No, it was a lion. Yes, it it was. was a lion. Wow. Yes. Okay. Well, I wasn't even thinking along the right lines. All right, Evan. Here we go. Right question lines. for the title. <laughs> Number two. Yeah. Very good. No one heard that joke, thankfully. Yeah, it was bad. What team did Bud Black win his second World Series title with as a coach? The Giants. Stay there. Close seven. Ella. Oh, he knows this. He does. Whenever yeah. he, says he won his like first uh, with the Royals as a player. He beat the Giants as pitching coach of the Angels in 2002. How do you know this stuff? Because I just <laughs> ridiculous. Sorry, Evan. Thank you for the nice how words. Sorry, he, Evan. He was on the fast trek to get the Padre job. Yeah, that's what to put him in position for managerial. I would have let you win, Evan. I would let you win. <laughs> Rich. Evan, you wouldn't be able to look at yourself in the mirror nah, if I you let wouldn't. you win. Rich, uh, you're our next contestant. Welcome to the show. It's great you can find you. What's up, fellas? What's up, Rich? How are you, my friend? Not bad. Taking the board of jujitsu. Oh, oh wow. jujitsu. All right. Remind me never to mess with them. <laughs> Here we go. First question. <laughs> what was different? about the 1993 Dallas Cowboy Thanksgiving game? The 1993? <laughs> is that the year they, they came in with a turducken? Turducken. Turducken. Is this too hard of a one question? This is a very, it is hard a very difficult one. But you it's guys easy. can determine whether or it's not. It's easy for me because they I know, were playing I the know. Dolphins, so you know I'd remember the yes. game. It's is snowed. it too hard? Yes, it did snow. Snow. Tony, you're you're the decider. Oh, that's not the answer. That, that, no, that, that definitely is, is the oh, answer. Okay. Hold but on. But the Rich. question is, are we going to give uh, Rich another shot here? Because yeah. that question, was a tough. one. That was a tough. I one. would okay. say that was a two All at right. least. Okay. okay. Give so him another we'll, one. Here right. we go. All right. Give him another. All right. One. Rich, you stay alive. You're, you're still in there, Rich. Question number one. Which, good, good idea on the turducken. Well, we're doing this because of the because his son is a jujitsu star and he may come to kick Scraby's butt. That's true. That's true. Which NFL team was the? <laughs> all right. Which NFL team was the first to host a Thanksgiving Thanksgiving Day game every year? Every year. Wow. Boy, that was 
was easy for you to say. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I don't think it was Dallas. I don't think it was Detroit. I would just say Detroit, man. I'm glad you went back to it. Good job. It was Detroit. Detroit. Detroit's done it forever and ever. Dallas joined the party in like the late 70s or early 80s. By the way, these were written last week and we didn't use them. That's why they're Thanksgiving themed. Thanksgiving (laughs) themed. Here we go. Question question number two. Here we go. Believe it or not, Sam Howe leads the NFL in passing. Who is second in passing yards coming in to Thursday? No, 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 today. Oh, today? today this is, yeah. this is this written is from today? today? As okay. of right now. As of right now. <laughs> oh, man. You gotta be, um... Somebody terrible. Somebody I didn't mean terrible. that. I didn't mean that. The Damn, the Jets quarterback. Well, that's <laughs> bad. What's his name? Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson. is not, <laughs> that, not, not that terrible. No, not, not that terrible. I mean, you have to be pretty good to be second in passing. Yeah, I don't really know. I just know the last week it was C.J. Stroud, and I don't know that it's changed. But so it may you, have. Are you going with C.J. Stroud? I'll go with him. Yes. Oh. Sorry, Rich. Sorry about that, Rich. How, like, I didn't think that there was We went any over it shot. last week. We were talking about the worst, the, the fact that the two leading quarterbacks were Sam Howell and C.J. Stroud. Well, I can tell you why surprising. the Houston is the case, because they can't run the ball. They literally have to pass every down. Yeah. And so, go. you know, you go pile up some, some yards, and they happen to have a pretty good quarterback. Yeah. All right. Uh, our next contestant. Only goes by one name, Dan the Man. Dan the Man. Oh, the Mr. The Man. <laughs> What's up, gentlemen? What's hey, going on, Dan? Dan? The Man. Here we go. Question, <laughs> question number one. Where did A.J. Brown start his NFL career? Uh, the New England Patriots. You said it so confidently, did. too. <laughs> Sorry. Touchdown Titans. Touchdown Titans. Yeah. He's also trying to become a baseball player. Sorry about for that, the Padres. Hey, man. His swing is, you know, it looks like somebody. Would you invite looked... him to spring training to see if he could hang? I mean, uh, not for where the Padres are. If we were like oh. 2017 Padres, <laughs> for sure. In the Garth Brooks days, you mean? <laughs> Absolutely. The Johnny Menzel draft days. The, the, yeah. the, the team that struggled, mightily. Yeah. yeah, you bring AJ in in that team. All right. Um, Sorry about that, Dan the Man. We go to Caesar. Caesar, oh. excuse me. Caesar, welcome to the show. Here he is. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. gobble. Oh, wait, hold on. Caesar. Thank you for saying that. I am trying to we'll find wait. it. Gobble, gobble. Thank you. Here we go. <laughs> First question, Caesar. Who leads the NFL in receiving coming in to today? Most catches? Ooh. No. Yards, sorry. Yards. 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 have no clue. Hmm. You want to give a guess? Uh, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Not a bad guess. He got a ton of catches. I know he does. Elo knows this. I know he knows this. Tyreek? Hill. The Cheetah. Which I saw him on Friday go out of the game and I'm playing against him in fantasy. You're like, yes! I thought I got like some some break and then he comes right back in the game. 
Good for you. All right, next contestant. Uh, it's tiebreaker time. Oh, yeah. Are you watching uh, the Cheetah on uh, Hard Haven't Knocks? Haven't started oh, yet. Yeah. Start that. Did Last you? week was the first episode. Okay, yeah, it was cool. good. He was he was featured quite a bit. Okay. All, All right. right. Uh, My wife gave him a thumbs up. I tried to remind her that he's really not that great of a guy. <laughs> But she liked them. <laughs> Chris struggles with the cheering for the cheetah. I do. I struggle <laughs> cheering for the cheetah. Uh, we need a player. All right. A random player. A random player. Oh. Davey I- Lopes. Oh, my fa- one of my favorite coaches. I don't even know who that is. That's a shame. Oh, my goodness. You don't know Davey? I do. I do know, actually. The old Dodger now second baseman? Yeah, now that I've seen his uh, and great coach. face. He did, how much did he know about stealing bases, Everything. Tony? Wayne he Jr. literally would tell you go, and you could go. <laughs> and you could just go, and, and, and he knew be, it every as time. As long as you got the jump, you were going to be safe. Really? Every time. That's amazing. That's, like, hey, that's a skill. Hey, hey, just listen to me. Just listen to me. I tell you to go, go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, baby. I'm going. <laughs> just listen to me. All right, let's go to... Um, let's go. I, I don't know that we've, we've talked to this name. Patrick in San Diego. Patrick in San Diego. Hey, Welcome to the show, Patrick. Welcome in. I'm here. Thank you, gentlemen. You're welcome. All right, have are you ever... You... Go ahead, Tony. Sorry. It's my line. No, yeah, this is your... Ha- are you familiar, Patrick, with how the tiebreaker works? I'm absolutely familiar. Thank you, sir. All okay. right. Oh, I'm not going to explain, Tony. I'll, I'll hand here. the floor off to you then, buddy. Uh, all right, so I'm going to ask Chris a number. He, he's said, he, have to... he said he's absolutely familiar with yes, it. Oh, I is. thought we were still explaining it anyway. Uh, well, okay. can... Don't explain. Uh, okay. <laughs> nah. You'll just confuse everybody. All right. All right. Thank, you. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> uh, Davey Lopes. Let's see. We talked about stolen bases. How many stolen bases did he have in his career? He had a lot. Uh, how many years did 16. he play? 16. 16 years. Well, he'd certainly mm-hmm. had at least 20 a year. That would be 320. Oh, man. He had more than that a couple of times. Way more than that. I'll say 333. 333. 333. Patrick, is the actual answer higher or lower? I'm going higher. He says higher. higher. Davey. Uh, you are correct. Yeah. 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 You know, Chris is usually pretty good at this. Not you were this not time. good at this one. He had a lot. 557. Oh, wow. Yeah. He averaged he like 40 a year. In 1975, he stole 77 bases. Yeah, I was Davey so terrified of Davy Lopes when I was a kid. He was a Padres first base coach. But it just he had that like 70s, early 80s, just kind of, you know, deep. Groggy voice, huh. and he used to scare the, the living. You know, he had the record for a while. He had thirty-eight consecutive steals one time. Vin Scully did a great job of narrating that record chase. If you, I played, don't know who has the record now you, for most in a row. If but. you played on a Davy Lopes team, the expectation was that you stole bases at an eighty. Like it's eighty percent now. The clip that teams want. But he was like doing that long before teams. Oh yeah, wanted no, Davey was great. Well, you just called it. I mean, he could stand on first base and know whether the pitcher was going to throw over. One hundred percent. That's uh, that's a big advantage. We have a little trash talk in the chat from one of our own here at the Odyssey Empire. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mister John from KSON, John and Tammy in the morning. He said, "Tell Ello thanks for a nice fantasy football weekend, which uh-huh. I believe you know John what? beat you." That's John. John <laughs> likes to pop off yeah, when he know. gets a victory. I can't it, say. Anything. Couldn't find him after I had to put oh, the spanking on him. Oh, you couldn't find him, huh? Yeah, that's how yeah. it goes. Okay, all yeah. right. Whatever. Like, if, well, whatever. <laughs> so my season. Don't let him get under your skin, Chris. <laughs> my season's been so bad that it's, it's uh, hard to really react. Oh, we got to go further. To break. Uh, we got to go to break. Yes, right, work with let's Chris. do that. Uh, yes, really quick. I didn't realize that we were so late. Here we go. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 